I'm Brennan Mejia, and I play Tyler, the Red Dino Charge Ranger, and you're listening to the Lightning Collective Podcast, hosted by Callum. It's about to get wild! Hello, and welcome to the Lightning Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Callum, and today I've got an amazing guest for you. He is an action figure reviewer who takes a more mellowed, chilled out approach to analysing collectibles. His name is Bryant, but you may know his him sorry, as MCU Collector 24. How are you doing, bud? Uh, doing great. Happy to be here. Amazing. So our topic for this week, as you're a reviewer, is the Lightning Collection Wave 5. Uh, as it's reached the majority of places now, it came out in the UK, I think like two weeks ago i want to say how is it there in america has it finally been like released or is it still just through amazon um people have been finding it in stores at walmart's i think mainly down in southern california i personally haven't seen any of wave five anywhere not that i hunt too often so um from what i've seen mostly amazon and i know entertainment earth has also shipped out oh okay all right so we're sort of Still in the early stages then, I, yeah. I guess. But before we talk about that, um, I just want to mention uh, one of my cats. He sadly passed away today on July 2nd. We didn't realise this, but he had diabetes, which really sucks. Um, and he deteriorated quite quickly, which I suppose is sort of a good thing. So rest in peace, buddy. And make sure that you make my bed nice and warm when I see you again. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about news now, Power Rangers related. So the first bit of news is that the Psycho Ranger team pack I mentioned last episode has surfaced in Malaysia. And to everyone's surprise, it's the main five, which I'm surprised that they're releasing red and blue again. And I think there was a listing that said it was, I don't have it written down, but I think it was 120 euros, I think, on Amazon. Uh, 99.99 for us in the states. Right, yeah. So it'll probably be the same here in the UK. We we're finally getting after 20 years the psycho pink and yellow ranges, and they seem to be similar to the male counterparts in that the chest is like a rubber overlay, judging by the out of packaging shots, and the head seems to be the same sculpt as well as the male counterpart so the head looks really huge on the on the girls Ooh, i hope that <laughs> once having it in hand i hope it doesn't that's not going to be the case yeah yeah i'm hoping so too i mean it, it doesn't look too jarring because we've only seen that photo of the um of i don't know who posted it but someone posted a shot of them in the blister mm -hmm. and they they all come with their signature weapons which is nice no human heads from that one episode i think that three of them appeared as human yeah that was in what that was in lost, when they appeared in lost galaxy right yeah i think that one was in space i think because i think they I were thought... spying on the rangers i don't I, i'll be honest oh, I don't remember. oh yeah you know what yes yes correct you are right yeah i think they were like standing on rooftops and like biker gear or something i think yeah they looked all cool and like leather jackets or something yeah, yeah. The next bit of Lightning Collection news is a, a Draken Evo 3 figure has appeared on Amazon. The price point is €65 Euros or £50, but what you get for that, damaged Ranger helmets, his weapons, 
and a mini post that, rep, uh, that represents an epic moment in the comics. But yeah, I think, I don't know, that price point seems pretty steep for, I guess, glorified accessories of helmets. I don't know. What do you think? You know, I don't know what the price will be in the US. I, usually, I think it's, if it's 50 euros, I think they just pretty much translated to like $50, right? So if we're looking at 50 bucks for one figure and some Well, it was... Um, it was... Sorry, it was 65 euros and it was 50. Well, I, I guess that it would be like roughly 50 pounds. Oh, see, I, so I don't, depending on what the price will be in the US, it, it, it does seem pretty high. But I wonder if maybe he comes with a throne and that's just not getting mentioned because yeah. damaged helmet accessories, that's cool and all, but that's, there's no way that's enough to justify that price. And he never held a helmet, really. I think he did, like, in one panel very early on in the Power Rangers comic run. But later on, during Shattered Grid, there was that, uh, I guess it's classic now, because everyone knows it, but there was that comic cover of him sitting on his throne with all the helmets around him. And if it just came with the helmets without the throne, it would feel a bit incomplete. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. But in gaming news, Kaya the Omega Blue Ranger has been added to Power Rangers Legacy Wars as a premium character. So that's a win for comic fans, even if you have to pay to get her. Uh, do you play Legacy Wars at all? I do not. No, no. I'm not much of a gamer for any games. Oh, fair enough. What's nice about Legacy Wars is that, because I play it like once every few months every time i go on it all of the premium characters that were in the game at the time that i played it the next time i played it they would all be put into their leagues which is how you get the characters without paying um but for i, I don't know how long it lasts premium wise but i have a feeling it's it's maybe like three months and then they get rotated out for new characters but it's nice that we're getting more more comic representation in the tv show news Beast Morphers finished airing in the UK on the 29th of June. Without going into spoilers, the show fans were pleased with the continuity made with past seasons and are looking forward to Dino Fury. Uh, did you hear anything about the TV show at all and what they did? I, I, I don't... I, because I, I watched Power Rangers as a kid, so any of the new stuff that I'm just really right. not familiar with... Now, I've kind of watched an episode here and there of Beast Morphers. Yeah. Um, and I've seen the announcement of the new season, but beyond that, I, I I am completely in the dark of these things. But I am still interested, so I'm trying to pick up as much information as I can now to 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 just to become more aware of what's going on. It's it's weird because when I came back into Power Rangers, it was because of the comics back in like 2018, and I feel like that just because I've become a part of like so many groups on Facebook it's hard to dodge all of these spoilers so if you really want to get into if you really want to watch the show I feel like you have to watch it as it airs rather than unless you just don't care then you'll miss out on it but if you're dipping in and out of Power Rangers in like groups on Facebook and stuff you're going to get spoiled the ending of the Beast Morphers show was I think the Hasbro's first attempt at a season was really good because they made quite a few continuity connections with past seasons. And comparing that to, I think it's called the New Saban era, you know, from like Samurai to, what was it? Was it Ninja Steel? That was it. Um, yeah. They didn't really stray too far from Mighty Morphin. 
because I remember I watched a few episodes of Samurai and Megaforce and the theme song was the exact same as Mighty Morphin. And it's not really... The thing that Power Rangers fans likes is the is the differences between the seasons. They don't like just a copy and paste of a previous season. Um, and I think that's how that's why Power Rangers has stood the test of uh, test of time is because every every season, like it's got it's got a formula, which is during in the episode something happens, a monster appears, the Rangers defeat the monster, it grows, they battle it in the Megazord story ends but during those beats you get these little moments that really shape the season as a whole so i feel like the power rangers fans really like that aspect of beast morphers because it is in a way it is cookie cutter but they are changing the formula very slightly but of course they want to get it right the first time so i can understand they didn't change the show too much for their first attempt but I think with hopefully with Dino Fury, they will do what Disney did and just do something different each season, mm-hmm. rather than you know sticking to the same cookie cutter method. Yeah, time will uh, tell. So it, funny that you mentioned spoilers a little bit early on. So here in the states, I, and I, maybe I'm wrong on this. I looked on like IMDb because with with the appearance of Jason and everything like that, I, that really piqued my interest so i went on youtube and i had to find you know the episode that way um but that second half of the season season is not set to begin airing here in the states until i think september so the season will conclude in i don't know october november maybe so the the season having ended already in other parts of the world that we're only halfway through that second season in the states it's gone hiatus right now um so all the jason stuff the ending of that second season the the finale um we're not supposed to know that i guess um, yeah that's confusing to me that is weird i i heard someone say the other week and i don't know if it's true or not but i think nick because of their tight scheduling the reason why it's not airing at the minute is just because of their schedule i don't know what is airing on tv in america at the minute but I think that is why, because I think it's not only the UK that is airing Beast Morphers before the US. I think it's Australia as well. I could be wrong. Um, uh, no, I that, think I think I heard that too. Australia had aired it already. Yeah, um, and I just find it really interesting that it's not it's not Hasbro that is stopping Power Rangers from airing. It's the networks themselves, just because their schedules. And I find it really interesting that some networks have just said, you know what, screw it, we're just going to wear it now. Especially as here in the UK, pop isn't a main children's channel. It's, I don't know how to describe it, because I don't know what US TV channels are like, but it's sort of like a third tier channel, if, if you get what I mean. It's not, when people think kids TV channels, they don't think, oh, pop. They think of Cartoon Network, Nick. Disney XD, if that's still a thing, Disney Channel. For us in the UK, uh, there's CBBC, CITV. No one thinks of pop, so it was very surprising to me that it was airing on pop to begin with. But, you know, it is what it is. Comics news, Comixology has revealed, whether uh, whether it be intentional or not, that the next storyline in Power Rangers comics is going to be called Aftermath. 
we don't know much else apart from that, but they have, I, I won't say the leaks on here, just because when I read comics, I like it to be a surprise. But again, the leaks are out there, you can have a look. Um, but I do find it very interesting, and it does add variety into the comics, because at the minute it's just Mighty Morphin, and I'm not... I do like Mighty Morphin, and I do like what they're doing, but I would like to see other things in that universe. I don't care whether it's other seasons or not, because technically they haven't reached the other seasons yet. Um, but it is nice that they are going to be doing something different, and I hope it does pay off. I really do. Um, did you have? I, I don't suppose you've seen that leak, have you? I haven't. I haven't read any of the comics. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos um, going over the things like the the uh, Shattered Grid uh, storyline and all of that. I've watched videos to have better understanding of it all. Uh, but right. because I haven't followed the comics, I don't know what's currently going on now. The only news or information I have is that the Ranger Slayer one-shot is going to be coming out on, I think, July 22nd for us um, as part of the free comic book day or free comic book month, whatever they've kind of rebranded it as. Right. I think, yeah, I think, right, is, I think this is where the confusion is because there are two Ranger Slayer comics coming out. There's the Road to Ranger Slayer, which is the free comic book day issue which is basically just the exclusive story that's in the Shattered Grid hardback book. Whenever there's a hardback book, they always have like an exclusive story in it. So they are releasing that as the free comic book day issue. The Ranger Slayer comic is, a, is an issue that you will have to pay for, but it is set, I, I could be wrong, I think it's set in between Necessary Evil and Aftermath. Could be wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of confusion now with the comics, uh, just because they are releasing, I think, like, two every month, just to catch up with themselves. Because what from what Ryan Parrott has said, he hasn't stopped at all to take a break during this pandemic, and I doubt either, none of the artists have either, so they just, I think they're just going to pump them out for the next few months, like twice monthly. But yeah, it, it is exciting what's, what's going to happen next, and... I'm really looking forward to it. But I do recommend you do read the comics. They're really good. I think that's it for news. If I've missed anything out, give me a shout on Twitter at PRL Collective or DM me at Lightning Collection on Twitter. Sorry, not Twitter, Instagram. I'm an idiot. So should we move on to Wave 5? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I thought we could do it by series order because that's how I've got it on my shelf. So I've got it Wave, wave first. And then series, if that makes any sense. Sure. So we'll go with Billy first. What did you, what were the good things that you liked about the figure? First good thing would be the fact that we just got him because I was worried that Hasbro was going to take their dear sweet time in releasing the Mighty Morphin team. Right. Um, and for the most part, they've been doing it pretty quickly. So first off, very, very pleased to just get him already. It's typical Mighty Morphin figure, so there's nothing that really stands out for the figure. So in terms of good, I, I guess that's really it. It's just the fact that we got him, and that's really it for the good. I'm just pleased to have the figure because he just doesn't do anything new. But there's some things to talk about in the figure, and I think a lot of it's going to come off negative. At least from what I see in comments of what people have been mentioning, 
I don't think it's terrible, but you know, I think it's worth mentioning, you know, the, the helmet for one, I didn't notice this when I had reviewed it. It doesn't stand out to me, but a lot of people did not like a couple of things that they thought it was too rounded and just too, I guess, stocky looking that it should have been a little bit more ovally and a little bit taller, like higher. Yeah. I guess the legacy, the Bandai legacy figure did it really well. And then the mouth guard piece of the of the helmet should have had more silver to it. should have been larger. That's not something that really strikes out to me. The sculpt of it is nice, in my opinion, but it's just those little nitpick things that I think a lot of people have noticed. But for me, it's not that bad. The, the biggest issue is just how far down it sits on the neck. It doesn't really stand out as bad looking, but then when you try to move the head... That's when you that's when you have the issues. But when you think about a person wearing an actual helmet, how much of their neck is going to be shown when that helmet is on? So I think it looks okay. It's just the functionality of it is what really um, is is what really gets affected. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I do get what you mean. I think with Billy, he's very much, and it's not Hasbro's fault. He is a plain figure. It's just the nature of the suits with Mighty Morphin. I do like the variety of weapons that he does come with. The fact that you have the power lance as a lance, and then it splits into, I don't even know what to call them, I guess, like dagger things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're called. But it's nice that you get the variety for that. And I'll be honest, I really like the head sculpt for, you know, Billy's civilian head. It's not as bad as the photos make it out to look. I think you need it in person to really appreciate it. I think that the head sculpt. I think the head sculpt would have been better if they did. Um, I I'll be honest. I'm not a Ghostbusters fan, but uh, Hasbro released his figure recently, or it's just coming out. But the dude with glasses from Ghostbusters, they're molded to his face. They're a part of his. Egon Spengler. They did a great job with that. They really did. It, it, it's a little jarring, from I guess, from the side, um, but it's overall it, they they did a fantastic job with it. Yeah, I think that if they did that with Billy, it would have been great. But because it is a separate piece, I don't know. I feel like they're a bit too chunky, or there's just something off about them. But I think they really nailed it with the Ghostbusters guy. I don't think they quite nailed it with Billy. Um, right. So Hasbro seems to be all over the place when it comes to glasses, because if you look at the Marvel Legends Stan Lee figure, that has separate glasses pieces with translucent so you could see through the lens. They did a great job on that one. But then you look at the Spider-Man retro Peter Parker figure, and <laughs> you can't even see through the lenses. So Hasbro's really all over the board when it comes to glasses. But that Egon Spengler figure is probably the best example um, or the best that they could do. Yeah, and I hope they learn from that as well. I hope they realize that that is the best they have done and they will continue to do that for characters that wear glasses. Can't think of many that do in Power Rangers. Maybe like the purple Dino Charge Ranger. She wears glasses sometimes. But yeah, I, I, for me, that's where the good sort of ends with Billy because he is very much a basic figure that he doesn't really have a lot going on. That's not to say he's a bad figure. I don't think he is. The helmet, though, it is... I don't find it jarring looking at it. I think it's fine. But then you look at a photo of the helmet, of the actual helmet, and yeah, it is very squished. 
this is a problem with Lightning Collection as a whole, but I don't understand why, because I'm pretty sure Hasbro owns them. Why can't they just scan the helmets? Well, that's a good, that's a good point. I don't know. Because I've seen, I've seen customizers get screen-accurate helmets from guys that produce helmets for cosplayers. What they do is, I, I don't know how they do it, but they scan it somehow. And then they shrink it down to, you know, six inch size. Because I've got a helmet of the Mighty Morphin Red Ranger because not a fan of the helmet that Hasbro gave us. So I, I plan on using that for, for my red. But yeah, I just don't understand. Why, why can't they scan them like they do with the Beast Morpher Ranger civilian heads? Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do scan those heads. They, they can't be that good without scanning, surely. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. Maybe, I, I think Hasbro said, I don't know where I heard this from, that I could just be talking out my ass, but I'm pretty sure I did hear that they are planning to get the helmets as screen accurate as possible. But yeah, I think I think for Billy, I think that's it, to be honest. There's not really much to talk about with him, uh, unless you've got anything more to say. Um, oh, and uh, the helmet, no. it's very low. Well, no, the, the <laughs> helmet is one thing. But the other thing I wanted to point out is the hair. Um, and I had seen a couple of comments on this. For some reason, for me, the hair looks a little off too. Um, and I don't know what it is, because I think if you go back and watch, he did have brown hair. But for whatever reason, in my own memory, I'm thinking it was more of a blonde color. So for me, like when I first look at it, I'm thinking, wait, this just doesn't look right. But I mean, it is technically screen accurate. I don't know if maybe some kind of shading or something in the hair, um, just to give it a more texturized look to it would have may help make it stand out but it just looks a little off to me but that's probably just me i'm gonna disagree with you on that i think his hair's the best part <laughs> um i, I think... see that well that i've seen people say that they actually got his hair color right and i'm like i'm thinking i just for whatever reason i don't know what what it is it's like the mandela effect in my in my memory he had blonde hair and not brown i don't know what it is i may give you a possible solution and that is the for every toy that I've seen of him with a civilian head, he's always had blonde hair. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure he has always had blonde hair. I could be wrong. And there was, I think in the comics as well, I think early on he had blonde hair as well, and then it got darker. Again, I could be wrong. But yeah, no, I, I get what you mean, because I think the public perception is that he's got blonde hair, but he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. See, I, see, I think it's just me, for whatever reason, that's just stuck in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is an interesting thing. Um, but yeah, I guess that's Billy. There's not really a lot to talk about with him. Uh, the next figure in the wave is Ranger Slayer. What did you think of her? I thought she was fantastic. Me not being familiar with the character, having not read the comics, so not really seeing the artwork and how it's translated into figure form, strictly from a figure perspective, it's fantastic. Um, we get all the typical articulation that we get with all the other Power Rangers Lightning Collection figures, but for, it, it just, I don't know what it is. You just look at the figure, the sculpt of it is nice, the design of it is great, so credit to the, the creators and the artists, the writers, and everything and what they did. Um, it just translates so nicely into figure form. Everything about it is great. I love the way the cape looks, the tattered look on the ends of it, the black and pink of the suit. It is just a fantastic design for a figure, and it really stands out when when displayed on a shelf. 
Yeah, I, I completely agree. The nice thing, which is weird because I, I don't think I would usually like it on any other figure, but I really like helmet size. I don't know what it is. I think it adds to the comic, comic bookiness of it, I guess. But I really like that it is that big. Having said that, comparing that to the Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger, the helmet looks a bit too big. But when she's standing on her own, or with Draken, I think she looks great. I like that it's a very unique sculpt as well. There's a lot of new pieces, including the, the ankle. That There's a swivel at the ankle. I don't know why they did that, but it is there. Maybe for stability, but I would have thought it would have been the opposite. I would have thought that she would have fallen over more because of it. Yeah, so that's that's probably my biggest dislike about the figure is the ankles. I, I just don't like stability. It, it makes her want to fall over a lot more. And Hasbro did this with in their Marvel Legends line with a couple of figures, but the one that stands out the most is their Gwenpool figure. Um, right. So I don't know if it's just a female figure thing that they do. It just... It is nice as of an idea that it is. It's because that plastic is so soft, it's just hard to really get that hinge to be effective and to get it to stand nicely. So that's my that's my biggest negative of the figure. Probably my only negative of the figure. Right, okay. I really like the accessories that she comes with as well. I think they are on point. One thing that I will say that I do wish that she came with is the arrow. This is a comic spoiler, by the way. Um, but in the comics, um, to resolve the Shattered Grid storyline, she shoots Tommy, the Green Ranger, with an arrow that essentially saves his life later down the road. It would have been really nice for her to have that accessory. I understand why they didn't include it, because she is a very unique, she's the most unique figure of the entire wave, I would say. And adding that, I maybe potentially she would have turned into an exclusive because it would have bumped the price up a bit too much but yeah no i think just overall she just looks great and the cape i'm so glad they went with the plastic cape i'm not a fan of cloth capes i think they're just they don't really do a lot unless they've got wires in them and i don't think it would work for ranger slayer anyway what is your opinion on the cape not being attached to the figure it just sort of rests on there um i i think that's the way to do it i think I, I well, if I look at like Marvel Legends, you have like the Doctor Strange figures. Um, there's two movie Doctor Strange figures. One where the cape sits over the head, so it won't just like come off nicely. And then the second release where um, it just sits over the shoulders, but it has the peg in the back. I think it's more effective when it's when it's just over the shoulders because. I think moving it around, it'll move with the figure a little bit nicer, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I just like that it can easily come off without having to pop a head off. I'm more, I'm scared to like move, remove hands and 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 remove heads, you know, breaking figures because I've broken a couple of Black Widow figures and most recently my neck at Casey Jones by just popping a hand off and broke it. So if I can avoid having to pop anything off. That's the way to go. Yeah, I yeah, I understand that. From say that you are let's say you're back in your seven year old shoes, do you think you would like it then? Or do you think you would just pull it in your well, I don't know how it was when you were younger, but I used to have like a toy bin where I just chuck my toys in, you know, after I'm done playing with them. Would you chuck it straight in your toy bin if like it just, you know, while you were playing with her 
yeah, would it get in the way, or do you think that the way that it's designed, it sits on the shoulders to the point where it doesn't easily come off, but it can come off if you need it to, if that makes sense? Yeah, if I was a kid, I probably would just chuck it into a bag. I think I had like a duffel bag of my, all my action figures, and I would just throw it in there. I probably wouldn't care about the cape when I was a kid. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think I'd be the exact same. Because when I was younger, if if and if any of my toys had accessories, they would either immediately get lost or I'd just chuck them in my toy bin. They would not see the light of day again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my now, imagination would say yeah. that they've got the you know the the accessory in their hand. Yeah. Now I I have a little Ziploc bag that I get you know that and then I put I write a label on on that bag. And then put all the ex- extra accessories in that bag, and then into a bigger, a larger Ziploc bag to keep them all together. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm not losing anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm the exact same. Well, I, I thought I was until I moved house, and it turns out that my Commander Cody is missing his DC-15 rifle. Um, oh, I found it. I found it. Uh, it was sitting in a box. But anyway, sorry, back to back to Power Rangers. So Ranger Slayer, uh, the negatives. As you're not a comic book fan, you may not realize, but she is missing a few paint apps. Her hands, they are armored and they don't have the painted armor or, you know, they're, they're not white like they are in the comics. I don't know if you see on her hands, but, you know, the sculpt is there. I see. Yeah, I see the sculpt. And she's also missing a pterodactyl symbol on her right shoulder, the one that's bare. There's supposed to be a pterodactyl symbol on there. I, I suppose the biggest negative that a lot of people are feeling the same way about is that she doesn't come with a with a civilian head sculpt, which is a real shame. People have found alternatives with different lines. So with Marvel Legends, there's the... I don't know where it's from exactly, but I know that Captain Marvel, the comic book version, used the, the same head sculpt. Uh, but there is a version, I believe, with brunette hair. I could be wrong. I... I've only seen people use an Overwatch figure, and maybe right, yeah. maybe the Jean Grey from the Age of Apocalypse wave. Yeah, yeah, or maybe that one. You know, yeah, yeah, or it could be that one. But yeah, no, I've seen a lot of people using the Overwatch figure. Um, I'm not a fan of that head. I'll be honest. Um, it seems a bit too soft. I mean, you know, it would have been nice to get a Kimberly head sculpt, but I understand why they didn't. Maybe if she was an ex- uh, an exclusive. They would have given it to her. Yeah, maybe just because of too much new new mold. Um, yeah, put, couldn't put in the cost. You look at like Draken, and a lot of that was reused parts. So I think they could get away with, you know, funding that that Tommy Oliver. Plus, it's Tommy Oliver. I mean, let's face it, right? He's gonna sell either way. Um, but yeah, is is that it for Ranger Slayer? Have you got more to say? Um, that's all I've got for her. Okay, all right. So let's move on to Trey, the Gold Ranger. What did what did you think on him? What was what was the good? What was the bad? What was the what was the ugly? I suppose. So I I absolutely love this figure. When I was a kid, uh, watching Power Rangers, when Zeo Gold came on, he just looked so cool, right? And the black and the gold. I just absolutely love the design. So I love what Hasbro has done with the figure. Um, Bandai Legacy, I was very disappointed in. So when Hasbro gave theirs, I was a little worried too on what they would do. Um, I like the gold. 
Um, I still go back and forth on which version of this this Ranger, the, this figure that I like more, whether it's the San Diego Comic Con or this one, because there are some differences in the gold. Um, the new one seems to have a brighter gold. Um, but looking at mine now and kind of sitting in some darker light, it looks like my red, my right and left boots actually have a different shade of gold. So uh, I guess that would be a negative now that I notice that. That's kind of weird. Um, and then the the gold paint above the knee over the black plastic, it just didn't quite hit the mark. But overall, I still think it's a fantastic figure. I really like the way it came out. The gold, I think, is is good. We don't get a mustard yellow. The shading that we get in the shield uh, looks good. And then the tray of Triforia head sculpt. That blew me away. I didn't see that coming from Hasbro. I completely agree with everything that you said. It is a thousand times better than the Legacy figure. I don't know what band I was thinking with that. The gold, like you mentioned, is actually gold. And the the likeness on that head sculpt is great. I will say one thing about the head sculpt, though. I'm pretty sure the actor is tanned right. or the, Sorry, the actors, because they're, they're triplets, aren't they? Um, they're, they're tanned, aren't they? Yes, yes. So that's like the... It, so Hasbro seems to use a much more pale skin tone, I would say. I went, When kind of watching it back, they weren't super tan but it definitely a darker skin tone than what we got in the figure that's the only bad thing that i have to say about the head sculpt really yeah I, I i i i absolutely adore the figure i think that it's the definitive gold ranger like hands down if you don't if you don't if you're on the fence about it i wouldn't be at all um go out and grab it because this is i would imagine this is going to be after the mighty morphin team this figure is going to be one that a lot of people will want just because of how well it's executed because the helmet i believe is 100 percent accurate i don't think there's any inaccuracies with it i think it's the right shape especially compared to that legacy figure and i know that i keep bringing back the legacy figure but like comparing those two it's just like one looked like a pound i don't know what you have i think they're called dollar stores in america but over here there's a store called poundland where you know you can get anything for a pound and the legacy figure genuinely looks like a Poundland toy. It, yeah. it does. The the staff, I think, is inaccurate. Uh, I don't believe that that happened in the show um, because with the with the San Diego Com Comic Con two pack, you get both versions of it, I guess, splayed out and the handle down, and then you've get you got the handle up and it's closed. Whereas this one, it's a weird one because the handle is up, but it's opened. The staff is open. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what Hasbro was thinking. And then the couple of missing paint spots um, on the staff. So I, th that's the negative is is in the staff. I was surprised, and 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 I never noticed based on the promo images that it was going to be a new staff compared to the two that we got at Comic Con. Yeah. You know, that kind of threw me off um, as well. It would have been nice, and I think Hasbro would have benefited from e just either, I guess, releasing one of the ones that they already did or packing them all in there. Because um, it's hard for me to imagine that they would re release the, this figure again after already having two releases within a year. I can't imagine that we're going to get another Zeo Gold. So 
Um, to your point, when you say, if you see it, go pick it up. I definitely would, because I don't think they're going to be re-releasing this guy anytime soon. The last figure is Wes from Power Rangers Time Force. What did you think of the figure? Um, the figure is good. I don't have a huge connection to the show because I've only seen maybe the first three episodes. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting the way they opened up. When you kill off a ranger um, in your first episode, that's 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 pretty shocking. So th the show was good. The head sculpt came out okay, I think. Uh, but, you know, when we're talking something 25, 20 to 25 years old, um, again, Hasbro did a good job with what they could. The figure itself, I, I really like. Playing with it more and more, at the time, I didn't really pay close attention to it because when I reviewed it, I was basically doing a test with a video on my phone. So I didn't take a real close look at the figure like I really should have. But this one uses a different body or at least torso piece than the other Rangers. So he's a lot smaller, which is really noticeable when you stand him next to uh, like the Billy figure. It's, it's, it's just kind of has my head scratching why they would go smaller not like these guys are all real bulky or anything but this torso is extremely narrow so i think that definitely hurts the figure and then the head the helmet is so far down again you don't just don't get the functionality in the hinge but overall i i think it looks good the red is a little dull in in my opinion you know where like the darker red of the jason figure really helps stand it out this one just it, it just looks a little dull and plain to me but the helmet looks really nice. I was going to point out the body that they used because I noticed that too. Yeah, they used a slimmer body mold and I believe it's from the putty. I believe. I could be wrong. But I, 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 don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's a different chest, but it's definitely a thinner waist. Which again, Wes is not a slim guy. He's, oh, he was kind of a bulky guy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he... he he was on the boat. I mean, he wasn't huge, but he was he was in the similar vein of Jason and Tommy in terms of body proportions. Yeah, so I grabbed the putty off my shelf. It is definitely not the same torso. So the butt the putty uses the same as well, it's not even really the I guess the chest piece isn't the same as yeah, he's different also, but it's definitely not the same. Time Force definitely uses one that's a little bit even more narrow than the putty. I mean, I'm I'm thankful that they are using different molds because especially if you've got all of these ranges lined up, they they do look the same. But yeah, it, it, yeah, in typical Hasbro fashion to reuse the same body for every yeah. single figure. But I feel like that they should have used Wes's mold for Billy. I know that. Oh, yeah. I know that David Yost is an acrobat, and in all fairness, he is huge. Or he was back then, I don't know about now, but he was he was huge. But I just feel like the Billy as a character would be more suited to that body mould. Maybe not in seasons like two and three, but for season one, where he's wearing the baggier clothes and all the rest of it, I feel like I feel like that body mould would have suited him better. But I was with Wes, I was one of the unlucky few that got a few paint problems. The the visor, the, uh, what side is it? When you're looking at it, the left side is lower than the right side. I knew this was going to be an issue because the promotional shots even got it wrong. 
the promotional shots are the exact same as my figure, um, which gave me a real scare. And sadly, I got it. <laughs> I know that a lot of people haven't, but I know a lot of people have. I don't know. Have you seen that that problem with the, with the head that the that the visor, the left side is lower than the right side, so it doesn't line up properly? I'm look. I'm like taking a close look at mine. Mine looks good. I don't have any issues with mine. Maybe I'm yeah, I lucky. Saw, yeah, I saw your review, and you got yeah, you got one of the lucky ones. Um, sadly, yeah, my my Wes's helmet is a bit weird, but I think overall, I am grateful that I still have him. But I I had the problem that you mentioned in your review about the the arrow, the lower half of the arrow, the white part hasn't been painted properly. I don't know if it's with every figure that that's happened to or whether it's just a QC issue, but it's missing a layer of paint. Yeah, so you can I've, see the underneath. I've seen some really bad ones. I've seen one where it looked like somebody with using their own hand, not even machine, got like a little bottle of whiteout and brushed over that line. I've seen it look that sloppy before. So it, it it can be really bad. So if you have the opportunity to 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 look it over, you can get ones that are clean looking like mine. I think I was very fortunate. Or you can get ones where that red bleeds through quite a bit. Or you can get one where they have little painted over lines like somebody tried to hand correct it um, and it just came out terrible. So I see lots of people complain about the Power Rangers paint apps. I've always been very fortunate on my figures. So I'm always thinking like, Oh, I wonder what all the hate is about. Uh, but seeing some of the time force red, I'm thinking, Oh, I see. I get it now. Yeah. It's a real shame. Cause he could have been one of the standout ranges from this wave, but because of my copy, I'm going to say, I think he's still above Billy, but I think he's lower than Zeo gold, even though that's my second time buying Zeo gold. And Ranger Slayer, but oh, yeah. it, it is it is a real shame because Wes is a fan favorite. The the, the figure is 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 a letdown, um, but he does have a really. I feel like the head sculpt is really nice. Again, he suffers like what Zeo Gold has, and he is far too pale. Now he's not as pale as as or comparing Zeo Gold's figure to the actors, but he is paler. I feel like he is paler to to what Jason Font, the actor who plays Wes, is. And so you're losing all of this detail that he has, because I have seen grayscales from, from the sculptor, because he posted them on his Instagram, and the detail is there, and he does look like the actor. But because of the colour of the plastic that they used, I don't feel like it really helps the figure at all. The helmet sculpt is accurate in its, in its sculpt, but again, the paint apps, it is missing two stripes on the back. You probably wouldn't have noticed, but if you look at the 360 view of the suit, it is missing those paint apps on the helmet. It looks sculpted on though, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest, because of my move, I haven't opened the figures oh. yet, just because I've been unpacking. <laughs> yeah, so the, scul the sculpt has kind of a wide red line i guess so the silver stripe is down the center but there's a little bit of a wider sculpt to that line so i i'm assuming that's where the missing paint should have been yeah i would imagine so too again i just i would have opened my figures and had to play with them but 
because of the move, I just haven't had time to. For Wave 6, though, when it comes out eventually, I will be opening them. But yeah, I don't know. I think that's it for Wes, to be honest. There's not really a lot to say about him, just because I am disappointed with the quality issues that I have. You know, I don't know. Is that is that it for Wes? Yeah, I think that's the only thing to point out is, so his swords, I think the promo shots had a little bit more black paint on some of the outlines of it that we didn't get in figure form. Those things are typical, though, when you have promo uh, images to to full release. So I just want to point that out. Right, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, the effects that he does come with, the two swords, I, I really do like. And I am glad he comes with. I understand why they didn't give him his, I don't remember the name of it, but his huge blaster that he has. I understand why they didn't give that to him. Because it would have, again, it would have probably warranted an exclusive. And I don't think Wes is that popular to release him as an exclusive and for him to sell. I think he would have sold, but not as well as, say, Armoured armored Black, you know? But yeah, I think I think he is an, an alright figure, but I think in terms of the figures that they have released, I think he is on the the lower end of the spectrum in terms of quality and just how well executed he was. In terms of the ranking of them who from worst to best who would you say worst to best yeah so i think i'm gonna go with your ranking that you had mentioned a couple minutes ago so worst would be time force red west um okay then next i would go with uh i'd probably go with zeo gold next only because as great of a figure as it is i already have him well i don't have trey so just because it's a re-release, he gets knocked down a peg. Then Ranger Slayer with the best of the wave being um, Billy because it's the Mighty Morphin team. It's the Blue Ranger. You know, he was, I, I won't say he was my favorite when I was a kid. He was definitely one of my favorites, though. I think when I was a kid, blue was my favorite color. But I leaned towards Jason because, you know, he was the leader. Yeah. I'm going to go with a different ranking to you. I'm going to put Billy last. Uh I know, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, the reason being is that he, compared to the other three, I think he is just too plain. Because with Time Force, it's a brand new team that we haven't gotten yet. Despite Wes's flaws, I think I do, I do enjoy... Well, then again, I haven't opened them again. But I feel like I would <laughs> enjoy that figure more than Billy. Just because, yeah, Mighty Morphin is a design is we we have to admit it is a bit plain looking it is the one that started it all but it is a bit plain looking so i think for me it would be billy then wes just because of the quality issues that, that i've experienced with my my copy and then i'd go with trey just because it is the gold ranger and i think it is the best gold design going in all of power rangers yes it is a re-release but not a lot of people got well at least in america not a lot of people got the the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive worldwide, or at least in the UK, it was more widely available because it was a fan channel exclusive. Thankfully. Yeah, yeah. thankfully. So he, he, it appeared in Amazon. It appeared on comics and cocktails. It, it appeared in in-demand toys. Retail store, like a posh retail store called Phoenix, weirdly enough, appeared in all sorts of places. But I think for America... Because you didn't get that luxury of getting it, that sort of wide release of it, I do put it that high. And it is just an, an incredible sculpt. 
And then on top, I would say Ranger Slayer, just because it is the most unique. And the comics are what brought me back to the franchise. So I, I am a bit biased towards that, but I am glad that she is a figure and that she is so unique. And I am I am hopeful for the future that Hasbro do do, because there have been some waves that just haven't had any um, unique sculpts. Actually, no, there hasn't. I think there's been a, u- a unique sculpt in every wave. I could, yeah, because you have Magna Defender for Wave 2. That was a unique sculpt. You had, for Wave 3, suppose Dino Charge Gold, maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose he was a kind of a unique sculpt. And then He's for... got some differences to him compared to Red, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then for Wave 4, you had Blaze, who was just incredible. Absolutely love that figure. I still need to pick him up. I'm only missing two out of the entire Lightning Collection, and that's Blaze and SPD Red. Oh, really? You yeah. need to get on that. I know. I know. So I've gone, I've gone back and I've gotten all the other figures, because when I first started collecting, I was thinking, you know, I'm only going to do Mighty Morphin, but I'll probably do Zeo too, because I did love that show when I was a kid. And while we're at it, I'll probably do Turbo, because I did watch that. And then... Uh, somewhere along the lines, I just said, no, no, I'm all in now. Forget it. Uh, <laughs> when when Hasbro announced the line, because I do enjoy their Marvel Legends, and the Marvel Legends, are, uh, well, at the time, they were the only thing that I really collected, action figure-wise. But because I'm such a comic, Power Rangers comic fan, I sort of felt like I needed to get all the Power Rangers because of Shattered Grid. Because mm-hmm. technically they do all appear, and I just think it would be a really nice di- display just to have them all on a shelf, with one figure from each season representing their season on, you know, opened and displayed just to save space. I think that'll just look absolutely stunning, and I feel like if I just cherry pick along the way, then I'm going to shoot myself in the foot at some point. <laughs> I just know I am. So if I get them all now. I can always downsize. I doubt I ever will because this is the only line that I really collect now. I'm done with Marvel Legends just because I've gotten all the X-Men figures that I like or all the characters that I like. It's a good call. Yeah, with with the line though, I think that to begin with, that first wave was incredible. Just just every figure was incredible. The only problem that I had with the first wave was Dino Charge Red and the teeth. None of the teeth that I found were lined up correctly. But, yeah, I think the the line will just continue to go from strength to strength. They started off really well to begin with, and I feel like people are going to start to not get tired with the line, but they're going to just get used to it, if that makes sense. They're going to get used to the quality of it. So I feel like Hasbro do need to up their game, at least for, well, they are doing it, but at least for one figure of the wave. I don't know who it'll be for Wave 6, because I think the rumour is MMPR Black, which makes sense, In Space Yellow, which is a shock, to me at least. (laughs) Who else? Zeo Red. Yeah, Zeo Red. Yep, Zeo Red. I guess it's a a villain from the comics that I'm not familiar with. I can't even think of the name. Oh, okay. I I heard it was going to be Grum from SPD. Oh, then maybe it's from SPD. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Because they're all code names. It was one of those listings that you you didn't really know who it was. And it was the SPD code with Generator 
and G Grum. So people made the connection there. But we honestly have no idea what Wave Six is going to be. But I'm excited they to see the future. Be, yeah, Sorry? they seem to be doing a lot, focusing a lot on SPD to have already had two figures released. I think they're doing a good job with spreading out their wings a bit. And I understand people are annoyed that they are focusing on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but at the end of the day, it is what sells. That's the moneymaker. Exactly. Why are they going to release a wave without an MMPR figure? You know, because it probably won't sell as well, and it'll probably be the wave that peg warms the most. Because you have to admit, even in the waves where they have had comic MMPR characters, they still sell because they still have MMPR written on the sides. So people are like, oh, well, I don't know this character, but it's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, so I'm still going to pick it up. If you get what yeah. I mean. Yeah, completely agree. So even in future, when they run out of MMPR characters, they've still got the comics to rely on. <laughs> Because they've still got the Solar Rangers, which are technically still MMPR, even though they don't appear during that time frame. I don't know. Is there anything more that you would like to say on it? Or uh, No, but I completely agree with you. I, I think the line um, is, has done a lot of new things. Yes, we're getting a lot of the same molds, but um, you know, I think they're really branching out and committed to giving us complete teams, how, however long that may be. But I do see good things, and I think there's a fair mix between the seasons and the comics, you know, with like the green cycle ranger coming out. So I, I think they're getting a lot of they're hitting a lot of different fan bases, which I think is a good thing. And so, I yeah, 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 yeah. One one thing I will say is that I wish there were more Disney seasons because so far I believe we yeah we've only got. SPD from the Disney era. And I know a lot of people are rooting for Ninja Storm and Dino Thunder. They are great seasons and they will come eventually. I know that White White Dino Thunder is rumored. I think it was an Amazon listing is rumored to come right. out at some yeah. point. Well, and then but the Bandai Legacy collection gave us those ones and not that I think Hasbro wanted to fill in some of those gaps and then obviously they want to get the Mighty Morphin but I wouldn't be surprised if Dino Thunder and Ninja Steel, not Ninja Steel, Ninja Storm, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if those take a while to come out. The one, the one season that I think will take a while to come out is, uh, what's it called? Operation Overdrive. I don't know if there are many fans for Operation Overdrive, and I think Hasbro know that. I haven't heard a single good thing about that. Yeah, exactly. So I think that'll be one of the last seasons that we'll get figures for. Am I complaining about that? No. <laughs> uh, there are far better seasons that I think do need attention, that I don't think have gotten attention in a very long time. Like Time Force, that's a fantastic season, you know, and that's just after 20 years. Uh, I don't know, I, I, I wasn't really following Power Rangers when Bandai were doing the toys, but I don't believe they came out with many Time Force Power Rangers apart from Time Force Red. Yeah, so it's nice that we are getting getting brand new figures, especially after like 20-something years. Because Time Force is 20, 20 years old next year, which is mind-blowing to me. Because that wow. is the first season that I saw on TV. Yeah, I, I think that's it, though. I think for, for us discussing the Lightning Collection Wave 5, unless you've got something else to say. I think that's all I got. 
All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on to Instagram responses. So I'll just get those up quickly. I've got a few nice responses. So the Black Crusader says, love it. Bring on more Boom Studio characters. I completely agree. Lovey Mush said, personally, I love it. I think the quality is getting better and better, especially with Billy. Yeah, I agree with you, but for different reasons. I don't think Billy is a standout because of the quality. I think he is just a standout because of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But I do agree that they are up in their quality. Oh, I can't pronounce your name, mate. I'm really sorry. Uh, Yo Angar Nenkov. I would imagine that's Eastern European. Or I could just be stupid. But he says, The Mighty Morphin nostalgia is too strong and needs to relax to see other teams breathe. I agree to that to a certain extent. Uh, but again, I understand why they're doing MMPR. I do. It's because it's a, it's, it's, it's a seller. They have to, yeah. They have, they have, to, draw, they have to draw that fan base in um, because they're the most recognizable. They, they, just, they have to. And we're talking one figure in a wave, maybe? That's not so bad. Oran's 30 says, really like this wave, although I wish they included a Ranger Slayer head. I completely agree with you. It also, uh, sorry, Nathan Thomas said that as well. Uh, pretty much the same exact thing. I have a feeling if they did that, it would have turned it into an exclusive, uh, like I said previously. The Beltway says, I just wish there was more Tommy. <laughs> we could all use more Tommy. We yeah. still have, what, two, three figures to go? Red Zio, Red Turbo, uh, Black Dino Thunder. We'll get them. You know what? I, you know what? I just want them to release a Tommy wave. Sod it. <laughs> Tommy. Yeah. You know what? And if they run out of rangers, just do his civilian looks. You're right. Yeah. They, they, okay. It'll sell. <laughs> it's golden for Hasbro. Of course. They know yeah. it'll Because he's got... Uh, so he's got green, uh, white, red, black, and then you can also have like his anniversary civilian looks as well like if you really want to push it which i'm sure hasbro will at some point um yeah he's had a lot of different looks yeah sort it just release you know what release like a six pack and have a repack because they can do that repack like the white ranger or something yeah i fucking dare you hasbro yeah. do it a power morphicon exclusive tommy oliver box set yeah, yeah. Didn't um didn't Bandai do that with the Tommy three pack? Yeah, they did. I think it was New York Comic Con. They did that Fighting Spirit three pack. So it had yeah. the, the the Green Ranger, White Ranger, and the was it the Red Zio? And there were yes. all the metallic. There were the metallic versions. So that was the only way to get a metallic green and white. So at the time, I was like. Shit, I need to get this damn thing. I never did, and I never could, and I'm glad I didn't spend all crazy money on it. Uh, but it was a pretty cool set at the time. Yeah, um, the first or the the first major Comic Con that I uh, that I went to, they had it there at the uh, Bandai booth, and I was so tempted to get it. Luckily for me, I held off on it, and then it sold out later in the day. But yeah, no, it looked pretty cool, but. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get it because I got the Psycho Red Bandai figure and I'm struggling to sell it, I'll be honest. Yeah, I do kind of regret getting that figure because with the Psycho 5 pack that's coming out, it'll be my third Psycho Red. Uh, but it is what it is. And that's it really for the 
I mean, there, there were hundreds of Instagram comments. So thank you so much, guys, for reaching out and saying, saying your piece. A lot of them were the same, unfortunately. Thank you guys for your input. Uh, I think that's it for this episode. I will just say thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Lots of fun. Yeah. My first podcast. You were great and you had a lot of input, which is which is fantastic. And yeah, what have you what have you got going on with with your YouTube channel and stuff? Because you're you're close to hitting twenty k. Am I right? Uh, very close. So I'm about three hundred and eighty or so away from hitting it. So I am very excited because I've never, in my wildest dreams, thought I would anybody would be interested in anything that I did. So I, I'm 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 blown away and shocked. I've been doing YouTube for about three and a half years almost, and and the the response and the support has just been amazing. And I can't thank everyone enough. That is a huge milestone, especially for today's standards where it's either you've got millions of subscribers or you've got nothing so i think 20k is a huge milestone but yeah just before just before um you mentioned about a store am i right yeah so i just launched a teespring store i i, I guess i don't have too many expectations from it but i just thought you know what let me let me launch it and kind of see what's going. So if anybody's interested in, in shirts or stickers for whether it's my logo or the new MCU Ranger helmet that I had commissioned, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you could check it out. It's kind of a spider themed Power Ranger helmet or Spider-Man themed. It, it was done by Gio Alvarez on Instagram. You could check him out on my posts. I, I was following his page and seeing all the different custom artwork that he did on Power Rangers helmets. And I loved what he did and the, the style. So I asked him, hey, I'm like, hey, what can you do? What can you do for me? I, 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 and the only thing I told him was, the only thing I would like to see is the spider logo that I use to be to, for that to be the visor of the helmet. And he just, he came up with his own design and it just looks absolutely fantastic. So there's stickers available on there and there's going to be t-shirts available for anybody that's interested. So that's that's kind of the new thing for the channel. And then hopefully... My goal by July 15th will hit the 20,000 subscriber mark. Well, you heard it here, guys. If you don't subscribe to MCU Collector 24 on YouTube, you probably should do. Because I'll be honest, since I discovered you, I don't know how long ago it was. I think it was probably during the like Infinity War figured like releases. You have really like gone up my ranks in terms of reviewers that I actually appreciate their opinions on you know the figures because you're you're much more mellowed out and i'm not going to mention any names i feel like some reviewers are very aggressive in how i'm sure they're really nice guys but the way that they come across is very aggressive and very like ah oh, manic crazy whereas you you're very mellowed out and chilled give your peace on the figure you don't really overstay your welcome which is nice you're doing a cracking job man you really are yeah and that that helmet design as well is incredible thank you I appreciate that. I, I tried to I tried to just show my excitement for the figure. Because as a collector, you know, growing up, when I was a kid, I loved toys. I still love them. And, and my excitement might show a lot sometimes in my videos, but that's what it's all about, right? It's all about the fun of collecting and having these action figures and how cool they look. And that's what it's all about. So 
Um, you, there's not a whole lot of figures that I don't like. And a lot of people think that, you know, Hasbro sends me these figures, so I have to say nice things. Hasbro doesn't send me anything. I pay for all my figures. Every now and then I'll get something free. Like I'm expecting some Beast Kingdom egg attack um, figures to be delivered any minute now. But that's, I mean, that's not going to change anything. I'm still excited for the figure and what it represents and how cool they look. You know, if something's not good, I'll say it. But I still, overall, I think a figure for the most part, looks good every time. So, you know, I try to just show my excitement for things. And that's how it should be. But yeah, if you're if you're interested in Bryant, then uh, please do check out his videos. I'll have a link in the description, no matter where you're listening, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, you name it, it'll be on there. Uh, YouTube as well. Yeah, so, so please do check him out. Yeah, I think that's it for the podcast. I just want to say thank you to my cover photo done by Josh Steele. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram at a basket of kisses or his website at joshsteele.co.uk. Also, a huge thank you to Frankie Waters for putting together the intro and outro. His toy photography Instagram is at figure underscore lens. You can check me out at instagram.com forward slash lightning collection or Twitter at twitter.com slash PRL collective. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I do have a few things coming up on YouTube in the next week or so. I'm planning on doing a review on Necessary Evil. It will be a spoiler-free review. But other than that, I think that's it. Uh, Have you got anything more to say, Bryant? Uh, No, just for everybody listening, thank you. And Calum, thank you for having me on the podcast. I had a blast doing it, so. Thanks. Amazing, yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll have you on again for maybe Wave 6 or maybe the Psycho Team Pack when that's released. Thank you thank you for coming on. That's it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your day. Thanks, everyone. You've just been listening to the Lightning Collective Podcast. Have a great day.